you know, ignore whatever I put on the last update on this. This was round four that we just wrapped up, not round three. Math is hard, especially when it comes to sports. My name's Derek, and I've got Steve Turek here. What's up, man? How you doing, man? It's, it's been great ride so far, and we have our evil eight now turning into the frightful four. That's right. We're talking about the Monster Movie Madness Tournament 2019. We have four matchups we're going to talk about, one from each division, uh, the east, north, south, and west, not necessarily in that order, uh, waiting for us to tackle, and I'm eager to share the results with everybody. Oh, I'm excited, too. I know some people on Facebook are excited. And I apologize for some of those people I might have misled with some things on Facebook because I didn't want anything to get out until you got to hear it from us as to who the winners were. Well, let's not keep people waiting. Let's go ahead and dive into it. We'll start with the East Division. We had uh, two giant monsters fighting with each other. We had King Kong, Giant Ape, and Giant Ants, them. Well, in this one, it was no contest to hold polling time. King Kong had um, the lead. Actually, for one day, them was in the lead. And then from that point on, King Kong was in charge. I think King Kong realized what to do with the ants, took them out, and had 64% of the vote and easily advanced on to the next round. Yep, so we've got King Kong waiting in the wings to take on the winner of the North Division, which no, no. was... King Kong does not take the winner of the North. King Kong would take the winner of the West. See, I don't know how this works. <laughs> Let's, let's go ahead and move back then to the North Division because that's what's next on my list. Unless you want to do what? I don't know. Do you want to do West? I don't care how we do this. I don't care the order. Oh, we'll, we'll go that. We'll go North. Okay. All right. The North Division. This one was very interesting. Two Universals, two Titans, two Bonafide Classics, two Karloffs, one Frankenstein versus two Frankenstein's monsters. It's Frankenstein versus the Bride of Frankenstein. And this is one that is one of your classic five questions, if I remember right. Do you like Frankenstein or Bride of Frankenstein or what's your favorite Frankenstein movie? Something like mm -hmm. that. And everybody, you know, it seems like a lot of your listeners will pick Bride and some will pick Frankenstein. We finally can say it's now settled for at least a day. Frankenstein had 58.1% of the vote and beat Bride. For the longest time, Bride was in front for about half the polling time. And then Frankenstein's fans came in and took him all the way to the end. Yeah, I was watching that with Bride taking the lead there for a little while. It was a little surprising. I thought it was going to be clear-cut the more I thought about it. I know I might have said something otherwise in the last update. But the more I thought about it, I thought, okay, Frankenstein, I mean, it's the first in the Frankenstein legacy. So it should have. But I was a little shocked that it, it didn't blow it out of the water. But then Bride is a great film. Well, and again, we're talking favorites, and uh, I, I think mm -hmm. what helped me was when we did that poll with the Frankenstein last year. We had best and favorites, and Frankenstein was the favorite then, and Frankenstein's the favorite now. Now we can say definitively, because they were actually put head-to-head. -head. Before you could say, we never went up against each other, and now they have. Let's go ahead and move on to the West Division, which I'm sure you were watching with bated kaiju breath. Godzilla versus the Wolfman. This was the tightest of all the matches, and for the longest time, it looked like Rich Chamberlain might have called this correctly with the Wolfman leading. But thankfully, thankfully the kaiju gods came down and said, no, no, Godzilla came back and beat the Wolfman with 55% of the vote. But it was close. I don't know how I feel about this. But what did you vote for, Derek? Who did you vote for? Oh, you know, I don't remember. It's been so long. Oh, you voted for the Wolfman. I looked it up. <laughs> oh, did you? <laughs> <laughs> All 
I wonder if I did that just to spite you. So you could be cruel that way. I actually still voted for Creature, you know, in his thing because I figured it's more of my favorite. But I mean, you know, if you want to be spiteful and let that decide your vote, that's your choice. Nah, (laughs) in all seriousness, it it is a matter of favorites. And when I think about what's my favorite movie, when I compare movies, you know, which one is on top of my list or whatever, it's really at the time, whatever I want to pop into the DVD player or the Blu-ray player, you know, which one, if I had to pick one, which one would be the first one I'd grab? And between Godzilla and the Wolfman, I think I'd probably watch the Wolfman more immediately. You know what I mean? I understand. I understand. You know, and it's okay that you're in that minority group that likes the Wolfman man but thankfully oh come on <laughs> all right but we knew this right. would be close because it was the number four versus the number five so this was the you know the, the, yeah. the toughest matchup going in in this round plus godzilla's in the zeitgeist right now with the new movie and everything so well he's gonna need it going into the next round but we said we still have one more matchup to talk about first the south that's division. right your favorite division. Creature from the Black Lagoon versus Horror of Dracula. Universal versus Hammer. I had mixed feelings about this. Of course, I picked Creature because that is my favorite film of all time. However, it sure would have been cool to see representation from Hammer make it to the end. It would have. I mean, Horror of Dracula finally got knocked out, but it was closer than um, I was anticipating. I mean, Creature had 59% of the vote. It was winning by a bigger margin, and horror of Dracula started to gain some momentum, but I don't think even if we even made it run the poll for two months, I don't think horror would ever have overtaken creature because it's just more popularity, more, more of a favorite feel to it, more of a hybrid between the classic universal and then, and what everything was going into later on in the fifties and sixties and seventies. It's that, that great tweener movie for, I think all the ages. It's a good way to put it. It's a good way to put it. You know, it is an iconic film, and I know that we joke about the movie, and I've been putting trailers in, and or at least somebody's been putting trailers in. Uh, I think <laughs> it's Wednesday the Cat that's been putting the trailers in. I think Wednesday's been influencing the vote. Well, you know, she loves the movie too, I'm sure. Yeah, that must be it. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Creature One. All right, so what does that leave us? How does that break down to the final, excuse me, Frightful Four? The way we had set up the Frightful Four to begin with was that the winner of the East would get the winner of the West, and the winner of the North would get the winner of the South. Okay. So let's talk about the North-South first, because that's your favorite. Okay. And we got Frankenstein versus Creature the Black Lagoon, two universal movies. Um, well, you know how I'm going to vote. Yeah, I mean, everybody knows how I'm going to vote. But Frankenstein is a strong film, and it's got a, a very strong following. Creature is definitely the underdog going in to this movie. Both yours and my favorite movies are underdogs going into their matchups. It's so weird to think about Creature and Godzilla being underdogs. It just ugh, doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I don't understand. But it is what it is. Well, I know we're doing movie versus movie, but I thought it'd be interesting if we did the tale of the tape, if it was Frankenstein's monster versus Creature literally head to head okay all right so going from what i could what i could find in research the mary shelley frankenstein monster is about eight feet tall and weighs about 300 pounds right okay and we know in the movie he's got these superhuman strength he's impervious to certain types of problems you know like he's not going to be knocked down quick you know his durability that kind of stuff but he does have a big weakness and that is robert de niro 
Well, that actually you took that to a totally different place than I was thinking of. <laughs> fire, 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 and people with pitchforks. Ah, there we go. Okay, okay. Now, creature is six foot five, so Frankenstein's got a foot and a half reach on him. So if you're if we're talking boxing, that's a big difference there, and is also three hundred pounds. True. Um, is resistant to small arms fire. So I would think that Frankenstein's going to be at a disadvantage if he's trying to hurt creature. You know, by hitting him with something because the hide of the creature is being stronger that way. And creature's also amphibious. So, it can only be on land, from what I can research, for a short period of time. It's like the Aquaman syndrome of the old comic books. You know, before he has to go back into the water. So it, Okay. And um, is negative. He reacts adversely to bright light and also has a problem with women in swimsuits. He gets distracted and goes right to them. Okay. <laughs> Just going by what's in the movies, you know. So so in a head-to-head competition, I think if they were actually fighting, it would be near a body of water, let's say a lagoon or whatever, a moat. If Creature can get Frankenstein's monster into the water, it's going to be over real quick. Because once you put Creature into the water with his, ex, with his superhuman strength, his, his strong hide and ability to breathe underwater, and Frankenstein... I think still needs oxygen. Yeah, I would think so. So if that's the case, it's going to it would be over in a few minutes. I mean, we do see him smoke. So, I mean, he does use lungs. Yes. So I would assume so, yeah. Yeah, so I would say if, if there were head-to-head competition, if it was in a spot where the creature can get it into the water, it's definitely creature. If it's land only, I would have to favor Frankenstein because he just has to... He's has to go more than a few minutes or so and then the creature's going to have that oxygen problems because of breathing problems because he's been on land too long hmm. so then they'll go to frankenstein so it really depends on where the battle is being held as to which of these two monsters would come out on top i i could see that i would think though that creature is probably or the gill man would be wily and intelligent enough to steer the battle toward uh, water of some sort because we do see him kind of sort of setting traps or at least manipulating his environment in the first film to trap the boat in the black lagoon so as long as he could maybe steer the battle towards somewhere that's advantageous to him whereas i don't think frankenstein's monster really has at least as presented in the films really has the intelligence required to kind of think beyond a slugfest I can understand that a little bit. To me, it'd be an interesting contest. It all depends where it's set up at. If Creature was captured and taken to land, which we know has never happened in any of the movies, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then they, then I would say, and, and somehow, let's go a little crazy of a movie here. Some mad scientist makes the Frankenstein monster. Another mad scientist captures the creature, and they decide to do put the two together in an arena battle. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that'll be next year's tournament. So, no, I'm just. <laughs> well, there's never been a Frankenstein versus creature movie, you know. So that's that's the sad part. So, you know, hmm, let's circle back to that here in a little bit. So, yeah, that's what we're looking at. I, I'm, you know, to go back to the films themselves. They're both great films. They're both universal, but they still are both very different from each other. You know, the first Frankenstein film is early in not just Universal history, but motion picture history. Not a lot of music, not a lot of dynamic camera movements and that sort of thing. Whereas Creature was underwater, 3D, wonderful music all over the place. So, yeah, I I don't know, man. I'm going to personally vote for Creature, but 
I'm going to back to what Christopher Mims said back when we had him on there. Name recognition. Mm, you know, okay. it's Frankenstein. I got to give the head to Frankenstein. The creature, I think, is right up there in name recognition. But a lot of people, if I was to say to them, both of them, I, I can see a lot of people voting for Frankenstein. Okay. The average person. Now, what are the, we'll see where the listeners go in, in, a, in, a, in a little bit. Okay. All right. Well, before we move on, I, I just wanted to circle back to the Frankenstein's Monster versus Gilman thing. There was a movie in 2005 called Frankenstein versus the Creature from Blood Cove, which is about as close as I think you're going to get. It was directed by William Winkler. I've seen the film. It's okay. Uh, the score is fantastic, though. I think I've listened to the soundtrack more than I've actually watched the film. But it's out there, so if you kind of want to see a, a, a kind of sort of Gilman versus a kind of sort of Frankenstein monster, there you go. There you go. There, There is a matchup. I was just meaning none, none of them in the classic universal time. Oh, sure, yeah. sure, sure. I just, you know, I'm a completist, and, you know, if I didn't mention it, I'm sure somebody else would. So let's go to the next round, the, the next matchup. And that one, we have the underdog Godzilla versus King Kong. Wow. It's amazing how that happened. Uh, you know, two titans of monstrous terror, terrifying terror. That's not really, anyway. Yeah, it's it's going to be a, wow. Godzilla's got the, the, the bump right now from uh, the new movie that's out right now and, and all this new interest in all things Godzilla. Whereas King Kong... You know, Skull Island was a few years ago. It's been a little while, and I know that eventually we are going to see the King Kong versus Godzilla film, but I don't feel like King Kong's really in the, the pop culture center of things right now. We've already seen the King Kong versus Godzilla film. Next year is the Godzilla versus King Kong film. Oh, picky, picky. You know what I, you know what I meant. So I when, when you did your tale of the tape and broke this down, what size did you use for Godzilla and King Kong? Because they keep changing over the years. Well, they, we're using the 1933 and the 1954, the, the movie versions. Okay, okay. So in 1933, RKO said that King Kong was about 15.2 meters high or about 50 feet. Now, All right. 15.2 meters. Godzilla in the 1954 film is 50 meters tall. They didn't really have a weight for King Kong, but Godzilla's 20,000 metric tons. I don't believe that. If King Kong was that much weight with that little height, he would be the round mound of the rebound. <laughs> we could probably calculate what an, an estimated weight would be if we look at what a, an average ape weighs and it compare its height and then do some math and such, which I'm really not prepared to do right now. But bottom line is Godzilla's much bigger. Why don't we just give them five metric, five thousand metric tons? Okay, fair enough. So, uh, yeah, if we were just doing beast versus beast, monster versus monster, Godzilla takes it just from size alone. There's absolutely no way. Well, also, Godzilla in that movie is shown to be impervious to all conventional weapons and has atomic breath and is radioactive yeah. and amphibious. He's got a ranged weapon that is quite devastating. I know. King Kong can pick up a rock and throw it or whatever, but come on. It's an atomic breath, man. Yeah, I, I love King Kong. I really do, but I think it would not be a long fight. And I think our favorite kaiju, or your favorite kaiju anyway, would take it. Oh, yeah, because especially you think about King Kong was taken down by um, planes of just bullets. 
So I'm glad you went that route instead of just saying something like she, King Kong was just taken down by a woman. It was beauty that killed the beast. Well, according to one person. <laughs> and Godzilla is not very beautiful. Godzilla in 1954 was only taken out by somebody having the, making the oxygen destroyer. And I don't think King Kong, though we've heard in movies that King Kong is an intelligent creature. <laughs> That's true. Um, I don't think he's making an oxygen destroyer anytime soon. So. No. I mean, he's got opposable thumbs, but that's about as far as that's going to go. Yes. So, <laughs> so, so I put for weaknesses for Godzilla, oxygen destroyer, and for King Kong, blondes and bullets. Okay, then. <laughs> uh, neither of which that, yeah, I, I don't know where I'm going with that. Yeah, uh, so... That's how it would turn out with the monsters uh, fighting themselves. What do we think about the film? So what, what do you think is going to happen? You keep saying Godzilla is the underdog, but again, well, the reason I'm saying of- Godzilla is the underdog, I'm basing this off our poll when we, when we, which we ranked everybody all above and King Kong was on over 80% of the ballots as for a favorite movie. When we asked everybody to give us their, their 20 favorite movies, Mm-hmm. Frankenstein was on something like low 70s and then Creature and Godzilla were like 65 and 64 percent of the ballots because there was only one vote difference between those two okay so, okay. so using that data I'm, is why I'm presupposing that both you are my favorites are underdogs um, name recognition all four of these have great name, name recognition it just depends on which one is going to be more in the name uh, or more popular of a favorite movie with our voters. And um, it's, it's interesting when you look at these four films, you know, they, there, there are things similar about all of them and that really mankind caused all these things that all these bad things to happen. Like in Godzilla, he was doing fine underwater until somebody dropped a hydrogen bomb on him. And then he came back rather upset. And um, took it out in the closest area, which ended up being Tokyo. Okay. He couldn't help. I mean, how would you feel if somebody dropped a bomb on you? I mean, you really wouldn't be too happy with the people above the water. True. King True. Kong was perfectly fine on Skull Island. And they had to take him from Skull Island to New York. And now suddenly he's a monster. He didn't want to go to New York, you know, that kind of stuff. He was perfectly content where he was. He was worshipped as a god and everything. I mean, he was getting women all the time. Why would he want to leave? Frankenstein's monster was made by a mad scientist and put together and then treated poorly. So he was a product of showing you nature, nurture. Obviously, he was not nurtured properly. Creature, perfectly happy in his lagoon. It's almost like the same, like the King Kong story. Happy in his lagoon. They come with the boat. And they start killing all the fish. They start dropping stuff in the lagoon. I mean, he had to go take some reaction. It's like, he's almost like the original get off my lawn type of person. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Get out of my lagoon, people. (laughs) He was just defending his own turf. I I, I cannot blame any of these monsters, creatures. You know, I don't think any of them are are what I would consider an evil creature. I consider them all neutral. You hurt them. They heard you. So they're all just minding their own business, even Godzilla. Did you hear any Godzilla texts prior to the bomb being dropped on them? No. Well, there is all that talk about, I mean, that the people on that island knew what he was. Well, we're basing this off just the film, but yeah, you're right. I mean, they, they had a myth, but was it really that Godzilla or was it a different creature? We'll never know. 
That's and, true. And and I bet that creature didn't have atomic breath and wasn't radioactive until he got the hydrogen bomb dropped on him. Fair enough. And it's those kind of things. So it's hard to say. I mean, you know, I know there's other movies, but we're always based on what we saw in those particular movies. You know, because some people say, well, in this movie here, there's a backstory that goes to that, to that, to that. It's like, I don't care. I'm only worried about the 1954 movie in its self-contained thing. Same thing with the other ones. And really, King Kong, I mean, it's 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 like American. It's not American, but European, American colonialism, where they're taking somebody from another country and utilizing them in a way that they didn't want to be used. I mean, there's okay. a lot of metaphors you could put in these films. But that's it's, true. It's, but it's, I think that's one of the reasons these films have had such lasting appeal. As a lot of people, the, the average person just thinks, oh, it's just a monster movie. Godzilla is just a big guy in a suit. And it's all funny and laughs. It's like, if you've ever seen the Gojira movie, you know it's not funny and laughs. No, not at all. It starts out as a dark horror film. It really does. I've heard people, I think it was Jeff Dean over on the Kaiju cast once described Godzilla as being pretty much a Frankenstein film in terms of tone and how it was shot and how it's presented. It is a scary, scary movie. They don't get kind of goofier and goofier until much further along in the franchise. Exactly. And King Kong is is like an adventure movie for a while. And then it goes into where you have this, the giant beast. You, you see him fighting these other creatures on the island, the dinosaurs and stuff. So, you know, he has, is very prolific and strong. And then um, for whatever reason, like I said, they decide to take them to New York to make their bank for their bucket, which leads to Kings Kong's demise. Like I said, we can go down the list with the other ones too, with Frankenstein and monster. I mean, there's so many people like he's such a sympathetic character because he didn't know that the girl wasn't going to float, which you could say is probably the most horrific act that he does. He didn't know. Truth. That is that is true. And Creature, he knew what he was doing. But then again, it was it was a turf war. You come in, you start doing this stuff to my people, which is his fellow fish and secret, you know, lagoon creatures. And um, he had to go. He's like, I got to go take these people out because they're the invasive species. <laughs> so it was self-defense. Self-defense all the way. Okay. He broke into his place. I mean, the law would have been on Creature's side. Okay. So who do you think is going to win then? Did we decide? I want Godzilla and Creature to win for two reasons. I don't, for two reasons. Mm, I don't know if I need that. Both of them are my favorites. And two, it would be fun as heck if you and I have our two favorite movies go head to head. I've been burned before, Steve. Oh, what do you mean? That 1954? Um... Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, the rallies last year. I yeah. No, no. Sheer stark terror grips you in underwater 3D in Creature from the Black Lagoon. The most terrifying monster of the ages rises from the sea, raging with pent-up passions. Making every man his mortal enemy, every woman's beauty his prey. Creature from the Black Lagoon in 3D, starring Richard Carlson and Julie Adams. Every horrifying scene leaps out of the screen right at you. A universal re-release rated G. Ah, uh, we'll see how it turns out. Though Ultimately, it's not between you and me. It's what the listeners decide. Yeah, the listeners are going to decide. And who, who do you think? I mean, I mean, I think oh, in theory, it should be, it's in theory, if I go with my mind, it's going to be King Kong against Frankenstein. My heart wants it to be Godzilla versus Creature. Boy, I yeah, I am torn. I, I don't know. I really don't know how it's going to turn out. I'm going to be that guy that waits until the very, very last minute to put in my vote. Well, we know you're voting for Creature. Right, I know, but the other one, that's so difficult. I don't know. It's going to see. I really don't know. And you know, it would also be good if both Godzilla and Creature make the final, because it's both of them their 65th anniversary. 
No, that's true. That'd be kind of neat. 65 years old, but they're both going strong. Yeah, let's see how they play out with the next round. So people, again, can vote for their favorites. Head over to tinyurl.com slash mmmadness2019. That's uh, mmmadness2019. And because this episode is going to be going out over the weekend, let's give people another week to vote. Let's say let's have your votes in by June 9th. And then Steve and I will record a results episode and release that either on that following week's episode of Monster Kid Radio or as a special episode like this one is. Sound good to you? Sounds good to me. Let's hope everybody votes. You know, get your friends to vote, share it, make it get as many votes as we can. We've been averaging between 86 to 108 votes per round. Yeah, the more votes, the better. So if we can get more people involved, even if you didn't vote in previous rounds, that's okay. Come on in and vote in this round. And Derek. In round five. And Derek, to help you, instead of doing round five, just call it the Frightful Four. I will now. (laughs) 